Hola, bienvenidos. Welcome to the Learn Spanish Con Salsa podcast. I'm your host, Tamara Marie. Before we get started with this episode, I have a quick question for you. What are you doing to improve your Spanish this summer? Summer is a time for vacations, for getting away, and you might even be planning on visiting a Spanish-speaking country. So it is the perfect time to improve your conversational skills because let's face it, if you've been learning Spanish for any length of time and you haven't been having regular conversations, you are going to fall behind. So this summer, we are not gonna let you do that. Here at Spanish Con Salsa, we are offering a summer boot camp. This is an eight-week boot camp that will focus on Caribbean Spanish and also Spanish grammar. So we're gonna be looking specifically at the past tense. A lot of people get confused between el imperfecto, el preterito, when do I use which one? And we're also gonna be exploring the Caribbean with Puerto Rican Spanish, Cuban Spanish, and Dominican Spanish. So you will have an opportunity opportunity to improve your Spanish and you'll also be able to attend regular conversation practice sessions facilitated by a native speaker all as a part of our Spanish fluency club this summer so if you are interested go to spanishconsalsa.com slash summer that's spanishconsalsa.com slash summer Registration is open now through Sunday. We have limited spots available. So if you're interested, I encourage you to press pause now before you listen to this episode. Scroll down to the description and click on the link or just go to SpanishConSalsa.com slash summer. Hope to see you in the boot camp. Now let's get started with this week's episode. Hola y bienvenidos al episodio 57. Welcome to episode 57 of the Learn Spanish Con Salsa podcast. In this episode, we're going to learn more Spanish with music. We'll be exploring some Spanish expression and how to use verbs like gustar. We'll also be exploring a different genre of Latin music that, like salsa, has its roots in the Caribbean. Así que vamos a empezar. Let's get started. Bienvenidos! Welcome to the Learn Spanish Con Salsa podcast, the show for Spanish learners that love music, travel, and culture. Close your grammar textbooks, shut down the language apps, and open your ears to how Spanish is spoken in the real world. Let us show you how to go from beginner to bilingual. Here is your host, certified language coach, Tamara Marie. Bienvenidos otra vez al otro episodio de nuestro programa. Welcome again to another episode of our program. I enjoy sharing how much Spanish you can learn with just one song. So today we're going to review the lyrics to a different type of Latin music. Now I know I talk a lot about salsa music on the podcast, but we've also used other types of music like reggaeton, which has its roots in Puerto Rico, and bachata, which is a genre of Latin music from the Dominican Republic. This time, we're going to learn about verbs like gustar using another type of music from the Dominican Republic. This song by Elvis Crespo is called Tu Sonrisa, which means your smile. And it's from the music genre called merengue. Merengue is a very upbeat type of music. The lyrics are usually pretty simple and repetitive. And the dance that goes with it looks almost like a two-step or simply like you're marching in place. So it's not a really difficult social dance to learn at all. But merengue in the past was a much more formal, 
ballroom style dance like many of the social dances that you see in Latin music. So let's get started with the breakdown of the lyrics of the song and I'll also teach you some Spanish expressions in the process. I won't be playing the audio to the song in this episode, but you can access the video for the song, plus get the full lyrics and translation on the show notes page at learnspanishconsalsa.com forward slash 57. That's learnspanishconsalsa.com slash 57. And there you'll be able to hear the entire song, plus quiz yourself on the vocabulary from the lyrics. So let's break down the lyrics to the song. Again, the title is Tu Sonrisa, which is your smile, and it's by Elvis Crespo. So I'm going to start with the first couple of lines to the song, and these lines are repeated over and over again throughout the song and the chorus. So uh, these lines you will hear quite a bit throughout the song. He starts out by saying, Algo en tu cara me fascina. And then he says, Algo en tu cara me da vida. Okay, so as I mentioned, uh, we're going to be talking about verbs like gustar. So you may be familiar with saying me gusta, which means I like. Now, the thing about this construction, me gusta, uh, as you know, in English, we would just express it as I like something, right? But in Spanish, it's sort of a, a different way of speaking, right? The me is referring to me or I, and the gusta is from the verb gustar, which means really not so much to like, but to please or to be pleasing to. So this me gusta, if you were to translate it literally, means something is pleasing to me, right? Which therefore means I like it. So in English, we would just say I like something. But in Spanish, this construction like me gusta is also used with other verbs. So you can say me fascina, which is something fascinates me or it's fascinating to me, right? So that me fascina is he's saying that uh, there's something here that is really um, caught my attention, right? In English, I think in day-to-day conversation, we don't use the word fascinating so much, right? So this comes from fascinar, uh, but you can think of it as, you know, something that's really caught my attention, right? So he says algo, which is something, so, algo en tu cara, and cara is face. So, algo en tu cara me fascina is something about your face fascinates me, right? So, there's something about you, there's something that I see in you that uh, has caught my attention. Uh, and then he says, algo en tu cara me da vida, all right? So, something in your face or something about your face me da vida. Okay, so this me da vida is something that we translate as a whole phrase, okay? Literally, it would mean uh, gives me life, right? There's something in your face or something about your face that gives me life. That's the literal translation. But what that really means is it brings me to life or it makes me feel good or feel alive, Right. It's like something that you see and you're like, oh, this is what life is all about. Right. So me da vida, uh, again, literally is gives me life, but it's a much more figurative expression. And you can see this me da used in other expressions as well. Like I said, it literally is uh, gives me, but it's also used to mean makes me feel right. So when something makes you feel a certain way, you can use this me da. So a few examples of this are, me da hambre, 
So that makes me hungry, right? Maybe you are driving past a donut shop or, or a bakery and right, and you smell the bread, right? You can say, ah, me da hambre. Right? That, that makes me hungry. Uh, you can also say, me da pena or me da lastima. That means I feel sorry for someone, right? So, me da pena, me da lastima is I feel sorry for. And you can also use this me da with me da vergüenza, which is to feel ashamed. Okay, so this me da, again, is talking about feelings, not just the literal something is giving me something, but um, it's talking about how something makes you feel. Then he says, será tu sonrisa. Será tu sonrisa. So sonrisa is smile and tu is your. So this será comes from the verb ser, which is to be. And if you were to literally translate it, you would think será means will be, right? Because that's the future tense of ser. Uh, so it would say will be your smile, right? Which that doesn't really make sense. So será is also used to sort of speculate about things. So could it be is a better way to think of this será. So, será tu sonrisa? It's like, could it be your smile? You know, is that what it is, right? So, this será is used to speculate sometimes, not always to make a statement of fact about the future, uh, but it's talking about, you know, you know, hey, could this be the case, right? So, será tu sonrisa is, could it be your smile? Then in the first verse of the song, he says, En tu cara veo cosas que no debo de mirar. En tu cara veo cosas que no debo de mirar. So let's break this down piece by piece. So en tu cara, again, is very simple, in your face. Veo cosas. So that veo is I see, and cosas is things. So en tu cara veo cosas. In your face, I see things. Que no debo de mirar. So that I should not see. So let's take a look at this construction with no debo de. So debo comes from the verb deber, which means should. But when you use the phrase deber de, it's very similar to tener que, which again means that you're obligated to do something or that you feel like you must do something. So deber de very similar to tener que. So a few examples of this would be debo de decir, which means I should say, right? Or I should tell you something. Debe de pagar. He should pay. Uh, I can also say I shouldn't do something, right? If I say no debo de estar aquí. That means I shouldn't be here or I don't belong here. Okay, so again, that deber de, think of it as a full phrase. And he says, no debo de mirar. So he's saying, I shouldn't be seeing this. So in your face, I'm seeing things that I, that I shouldn't be looking at. Then he says, tu sonrisa dulce y tierna, no dejo de imaginar. So tu sonrisa dulce y tierna, your sweet and tender smile. No dejo de imaginar. So now we have another phrase that we can use in conversation. So this dejo de is another phrase that comes from the verb dejar. And dejar, when used by itself, simply means to leave 
or to let. But when we have this phrase dejar de, it means to stop doing something or to quit. So like ceasing to do something, no longer doing something anymore, okay? So dejar de, again, is a phrase that means to quit or to stop. Now, in this phrase, he's saying no dejo de imaginar. So when he's saying no dejo de, he's saying I can't stop, right? So I can't stop imagining or thinking about your smile, all right? So he's a little bit uh, obsessed with this woman, right? Or <laughs> he's thinking about her a lot at least. Okay, so no dejo de imaginar is I cannot stop imagining. Now, um, other ways you could use this, uh, if you were going to say that uh, I'm going to stop doing something, you could say voy a dejar de comer. Voy a dejar de comer. So I'm going to stop eating. Or I could say, Debo dejar de fumar, which means I should stop smoking, which isn't true, by the way. I'm not a smoker, never have been. <laughs> but um, I should stop smoking is, Debo dejar de fumar. Or if I wanted to say I can't stop thinking about something, similar to the example in the song where he's saying I can't stop imagining your sweet and tender smile. Uh, if I was to say, no dejo de pensar, that's a way of saying I can't stop thinking about it or I keep thinking about this thing, right? No dejo de pensar. So again, that dejar de is a very common phrase that you'll hear and you can also use to say that uh, you're going to stop doing something, all right? So, tu sonrisa dulce y tierna, no dejo de imaginar. Then he says, no dejes de sonreír. Te lo pido, por favor. No dejes de sonreír. Te lo pido, por favor. We have dejar de used again, but in this case, it's used in the command tense. So he's saying, no dejes de. No dejes de. So he's talking directly to the woman uh, that the song is about, and he's saying, don't stop. Okay? No dejes de is don't stop doing something. Okay? So, no dejes de sonreír, he's saying, don't stop smiling. And then he says, te lo pido, por favor. So, te lo pido, again, is more of a phrase, and he's saying, you know, I'm asking you or I'm begging you um, not to stop smiling. And then he says, por favor, which I'm sure you're all familiar with, which means please. So, no dejes de sonreír, te lo pido, por favor. Don't stop smiling, I'm begging you, please. <laughs> Okay, so her smile is bringing so much joy to him that he doesn't want her to ever stop smiling. Then he says, Que esa sonrisa hermosa es la que quiero yo. And he says that twice. Que esa sonrisa hermosa es la que quiero yo. So que esa sonrisa hermosa is that beautiful smile es la que quiero yo. So this la que um, is very similar to lo que. And I could do a whole lesson on lo que, but the easiest way to think of this is he's referring to um, the smile, right? So the son, esa sonrisa. So because that's a feminine uh, word, sonrisa is feminine. Um, instead of lo que here, he's saying la que, right? Which is really saying what, right? So is what I want, es la que quiero yo is what I want. 
Um, but in Spanish, uh, it, it may be a little bit formal when you try to translate it word for word in English because it would be something more like, uh, is that which I want? So that, that la que? Um, but I would think about this to make it simple as a phrase. So lo que and la que are both uh, sort of like a little phrase and they both just mean what. Um, and the difference between using lo que or la que um, is that you're referring to something that was previously mentioned. So in this case, sonrisa, and, you know, is that which I want. Uh, but a very easy way to think of both of them is just that it's the word what, uh, which is que in Spanish, um, but when you're not using it in the context of a question. All right. So if I was to say, uh, que es eso? That's a question. What is that? But if I'm saying that's what I want, okay, I would say uh, lo que quiero. So what I want, lo que quiero. So I'm adding that lo in front of the K to indicate that, hey, this isn't a question here. I'm talking about something um, that's what I want. Um, so in this case, the la que, you could just think of as meaning what. So que esa sonrisa hermosa es la que quiero yo. So that, that beautiful smile is what I want. Then he says, sonríe mi bonita. No te me pongas triste. Sonríe, mi bonita. No te me pongas triste. So, sonríe is smile. So, this is the verb. So, sonrisa is a smile. And sonreír is to smile. So, when he's saying sonríe, he's talking directly again to her. And he says, mi bonita, which is literally my pretty, <laughs> but He's saying this more of a term of endearment, like my, my pretty girl or my beautiful girl. So, sonríe mi bonita. And then he says, no te me pongas triste. So, looking at the full phrase, no te me pongas triste, it means something like, don't go getting sad on me, right? Don't be sad. All right, so again, this is more of an expression. It's a little bit more informal. But he's saying, no te me pongas triste is something literally like, uh, don't put me to be sad, right? Pongas comes from the verb poner, which is to put, right? But again, do not translate this literally. This no te me pongas triste is, you know, don't go getting all sad on me, right? Don't be sad. Um, and of course, he's saying that because he wants her to continue to smile. And if she's sad, she will not be smiling. So you can also use this no te me pongas with other words. So again, it's a very informal expression. But if I say, no te me pongas dramático, it's like, don't go getting all dramatic on me, right? Don't, don't get dramatic. Or if I say, no te me pongas raro, no te me pongas raro, it's like, don't get all weird on me. You know, don't start acting weird. Or if I say, no te me pongas toda seria, no te me pongas toda seria, it's like, don't go getting all serious on me, right? Don't get so serious. So again, very informal expression. Um, but when he's saying this in the sense, no te me pongas triste, is don't get sad. Then he says, alegra tu mi vida y empieza a sonreírte. So you bring me joy and start to smile. Now this mi vida, again, literally means my life. But in Spanish, this is a term of endearment. Uh, so you can look at it as something like sweetheart here. But it, it's something that people say to loved ones. Um, I could just say mi vida to a friend, I um, mean, that'd be perfectly fine, but it's just a way of saying, you know, like someone is dear to you. 
Um, so again, we have a couple of expressions with the word life or vida. So me da vida, gives me life, is really something that makes me feel alive. It makes me feel good. And if I say mi vida, which is my life, I'm not saying literally you are my life, but obviously you're a person that brings joy to my life. So if I call you mi vida, might be a way to think about it, um, is that you're adding something to my life. But it's just a term of endearment that means um, like sweetheart or dear or something like that. And then he says, in mi mente, imagino que estás a mi lado. In mi mente, imagino que estás a mi lado. So, in mi mente is in my mind. Imagino que is I imagine that. Estás a mi lado. That you are at my side. And then he says, Mientras más sonríes, más te digo que te amo. Mientras más sonríes, más te digo que te amo. So, the more you smile, mientras más sonrías, the more you smile, más te digo, the more I tell you, so that digo is I say or I tell, and that te is you. So, again, in Spanish, the word order is different. It's te digo, which is literally you, I tell. So, más te digo que te amo. So this K just means that, all right? So this is a K without the accent. So, más te digo que te amo. The more I tell you that, I love you. So that te amo is literally, again, you I love. Uh, but in English, you know that we switch the word order. So te amo means I love you, and te digo means I tell you. So te digo que te amo is I tell you that I love you. So the whole line, mientras más sonrías, más te digo que te amo, is the more you smile, the more I tell you I love you. So we're going to stop there, but like I said at the beginning, if you want to get the full lyrics and translation of the entire song, just go to the show notes page at learnspanishconsalsa.com forward slash 57. That's learnspanishconsalsa.com forward slash 57. And you'll be able to hear the entire song there and you'll see the lyrics and the translation into English. And there's also some quizzes there so that you can test yourself on the vocabulary that you learned. And again, very simple lyrics, but a lot of great stuff in there, a lot of good expressions uh, and a lot of things that you can use in your day to day conversation. So I hope you enjoyed this episode and I hope you're continuing to enjoy learning Spanish with music. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Learn Spanish Con Salsa. You can also send me questions through DM if you're on Instagram at Learn Spanish Con Salsa. And don't forget to join our Facebook group. So if you're listening to this on uh, a podcast player like Apple Podcasts, look in the show description and you'll, you will see a link to join our Facebook group so you can continue the conversation and be a part of our community. Um, and also while you're in there, go ahead and click and leave us a rating and review on iTunes. It really helps other people find the show. And we also appreciate hearing feedback from each and every one of our listeners. It helps us make the show better and better each week. So with that, again, I hope that something you learned today has helped you go at least one step closer from a Spanish beginner to bilingual. Hasta la próxima. Thank you for listening to the Learn Spanish Con Salsa podcast at LearnSpanishConSalsa.com.